Hey everyone, it's Scotty. On this week's episode of Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about placemaking pets and Orlando City in the playoffs. Good job. Thanks. Welcome back to another episode of Bungalower and the Bus. This is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com, and with me tonight is Scotty Campbell. Hey, everyone. It's my gay boyfriend. He's still around, everybody. <laughs> John Bustecker is away in Vegas for two whole weeks, so Scotty's going to sub in this week, and next week we're going to be hanging out with Ben Lobby Holmes over at Southern Craft. I know. Very exciting. <laughs> Uh, every week on Bungalow on the Bus, we go to a different spot in Orlando's bungalow neighborhoods. And tonight we're hanging out at Whipperwill over in the Milk District. And prior to this, though, we were just hanging out at Taste of College Park. Taste of College Park, put over, up by the Rotary Club of College Park. Yeah, at the Dubstrad Golf Course, which is always yes. fun. Yeah. Somebody pointed out that I've been a, a judge there at their event. For like seven years. Seven times. That's crazy. That's a lot of food that I shouldn't be eating. Seven years of making people cry. <laughs> crushing dreams. The crushing dreams. Well, some are better than others. You know, you got to <laughs> step your uh, Tomcat up. I don't step know your spatula up. Step up your spatula, yo. <laughs> uh, here on Bung on the Bus, we always talk about the headlines and the news. But, Scotty, what was your week like? What have you been doing? What it's if been I've a been, long time since you've been on the show. That's true. Um, I'm not sure why why that is, uh, Brendan. Well, you're not. Perhaps that there great should at be a this. letter writing campaign. Yeah, uh, maybe to, be better at it. More I'll often. invite you back. What have I been up to? I've been I've been, I've been working, uh-huh. of course, and uh, also gay bowling. I, I, uh, our our friend Jackie and I have started on the gay bowling league at that uh, is at Aloma Bowl on Saturday nights. And and you don't do you have to be gay to play. No, you can be allies. You can be an ally. Um, actually, the uh, folks that we bowl with, um, uh, Pat and Jason, are are, are allies, um, and their their son and daughter in law play on another team. They're both allies. So yeah, it's it's just a a league that doesn't uh, every, everything's by league rules, but it not pe- people are there to have fun. Uh, you know, it's not a, not quite as serious as some other. And your job last time you were on, you you were at the library system, but now you're at. Can you talk about it? Uh, I can just talk vaguely about it. Okay. Sure. Um, I work for a commuter assistance program, and what so we do vague. is we <laughs> what we do is we try to get you to get back and forth to work in some way other than alone in your car. Um, and I I do marketing for that program. And uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's a. Uh, and someone out there might be saying, if you're marketing, why can't you tell us the name of the program? Oh well, it's a, a government contract, and uh, they don't trust us to talk to the media. So, uh huh. Which they shouldn't, because <laughs> I asked some hard Here questions. I am. Oh yeah, you're very hard hitting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's uh, no, it's 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 a uh, you know rewarding, of course. It's something that's that, our that friend we could Big use David walking more, by right now. More of. And there's little David. It's the Davids walking over from yoga. Oh, they're going to gay stuff, though, Isn't right? Isn't that fun? Now we know what it's like in the Milk District. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about some new stuff? Sure. Okay. Let's hear it. Hurricane Ian just came breezing through. Wait, little David's come on over. we got to take a pause. Uh-oh. I'll tell you what. Y'all just missed a conversation. Yes. Y'all just missed a conversation. It's lucky that we paused. It's like, because you would have heard because some things. Because you 
beep, beep, it would have just beep, been a whole string beep. of beeps. That's my my uh, censoring. The there. Davids <laughs> are a couple, you know, a queer couple here in town. They're good friends of ours, and they they're big into the circuit party, party scene. scene. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, this weekend is come out with pride. And yep. so there's a couple of, of larger circuit parties that are here for the event. Yeah. One of them's a DILF party, and it's a jock party. You get in your jocks and just hang out at Ace Cafe, of all places. Wow. Yeah, I've, I've walked fish. in on that by mistake at certain bars. And all I, all I ever think about is when they sit down on a bar stool... Like there should be somebody's job where they come along and they with a <laughs> Clean sanitary wipe and wipe that up. But you know it's not cool. It's, no. That's, yeah, that's yeah I just yeah. Are we going to go to the Dove party? We are not. Oh, okay. Uh, it, you're you're welcome to go on your own. You're an independent woman. I you am. Can, <laughs> can do what you, you heard like. it here first, folks. Look <laughs> for me on the dance floor <laughs> with a little jock on <laughs> and a big old white body hanging out at Ace Cafe this Saturday. Uh, Hurricane Ian made it through a couple, what, two weeks ago now? Has it been? Yeah, I think wow. so. And we're still, you know, dealing with it. Lou Gardens just uh, opened up on Monday. After, and they lost 43 trees of different sizes oh, from the storm. They always lose a big chunk of they them. They do. One year we we uh, were part of the cleanup crew after Irma, I think. Yeah, I'm a little surprised we didn't get invited to this cleanup. I, Maybe we didn't do a good job. I, I don't want to brag. I don't know. I think we killed it. I think we killed it, too. And, uh, and I have a little handsaw now, like a little electric saw. Yeah. Oh, you could have come in handy. Yeah. I still have my gloves. <laughs> I was using using those for EN cleanup. Yeah. And uh, we got pictures with the mayor and Commissioner Stewart and all that jazz because they were out there. I thought hard. Commissioner Stewart was going to die. He was working r- way too hard. Way too hard. He always he just he's yeah, just, just a hard go, worker. Just go. He loves he actually loves those events. I remember working yeah. with him at in Ivanhoe when we did a cleanup of the around the uh, historic Ivanhoe building. Um, and yeah, he You're talking about where the ballet used to be. <laughs> that's good. that's a weird reference, but yeah, lot, a lot lots of, of things were lots of things were in there, and and uh, a lot of things. Well, that's kind of weird reference. You used to work for the ballet when you were in that building. I did. And are it, we fighting already? Is that what this episode is going to be? <laughs> I just think it's a bad reference because, of course, they didn't take care of the building and they had to leave. I think it's a great reference because now everybody knows that. <laughs> uh, Hurricane Ian also caused a car shortage for car rental programs. Oh, wow. Yeah, which I didn't really think about. But, like, a lot of cars were damaged or gone, right? So everyone's using these rental programs. And so there's just, like, a sure. shortage of them. Uh I can't remember who wrote about it. Maybe it was OBJ, Orlando Business Journal. But then another thing is the used car market now is getting flooded with these cars that were indeed flooded oh. right, by water damage. And so they don't know the extent of the damage in the cars yet. So people are saying, you know, be careful if you're buying a used car right now because you might be buying one that was turned in because it was sitting in standing water and it got traded in. And maybe well, I, there's some issues. Maybe some unscrupulous used car dealers aren't doing their... <laughs> that may be. I mean, they're supposed to tell you uh, any sort of damage or any kind of yeah. wreck that it's been in. But but it's but hard to find cars right now, right? Because of the computer chip thing. Right. Still, so the used car market is was blowing up during the pandemic. So now people are looking. Go ahead. And have the used car room. market was blowing up during the pandemic. Yeah, because there was a lack of new cars getting produced. So people who wanted to buy a new oh, vehicle to them saying. were forced to get used cars. All I know is every time I, 
would take our car in to the service station, they would be asking me if I wanted to trade it in so that they could have a used car to oh. sell again. Yeah, I'm there you like, go. No, 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 no. But we're about to trade it no, in. No, no, no. Well, yeah, we're about to. Because yeah. um, we got to change the tires. I'd rather just trade it in. I think I'm in a. Tr- <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm in a truck phase, but we'll we'll see. I'm a little nervous because our uh, our our trusted dealer has retired. So yeah, I'm, I'm, a, we'll I'm a little nervous to walk else. in there. Uh, and then everyone's talking about insurance right now. The insurance market. The for for homes? Homes, but apparently yeah, just everything. Our handyman said his insurance rates went up just like for liability insurance. Yeah, I, I think that's insane. And I like homeowners insurance, uh, we just went through an ordeal. I don't know if you've been talking about that on the show. I don't think so. I think we talked about how hard it was, but yeah, but go ahead. Well, we just went through a seven month process uh, that ended and and both of us for sanity and many other reasons saying that was the end of that. Yeah, um, we, I've been talking about trying to buy a house this whole time. Yeah, uh, and for anyone who's been following that, we we just eventually just gave up on this specific house uh, because of a variety of factors, mostly. Because it just had a bunch of things that needed to get fixed. Yeah, it need, needs some a lot of lot of love to yeah. keep it up. It's a nineteen thirties, nineteen thirty bungalow. Bungalow, and uh, but one of the things that we were doing, and it was my task for a long while, was was trying to get insurance for it. And sometimes, and that was before Ian. Yeah. And you'd say Florida, and that would be the end of the conversation. So, I feel like if you are a governor. And you really want to run on a platform, run on that platform that you either are uh, going to work with us here in Florida or get out. Did you read that Scott Maxwell report recently? He just Scott Maxwell just wrote something about how, uh, you know, polit- Florida lawmakers have been focusing more on culture war uh, topics, you know, like uh, black Paul, you know, I don't know. What, are you, what were they calling it in schools? The. Oh, uh, the critical race theory. Yeah, critical race and, theory. Uh, not not saying the don't say gay stuff. Don't say which gay. It's, it's funny that Trans nobody athletes. ever stopped to think. Uh, was that a problem? <laughs> no. Was it a problem? Were, but you know what's people... a problem? Insurance and all these people. It is keep a problem. Out. Yeah, like, uh, Fed we, got, Nat, we have real problems. You don't have to make them up. We just lost the FedNat Insurance Co. Just canceled fifty six thousand policies uh, in Florida. It's, it was the sixth insurance company to become insolvent this year alone. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see more as more of these uh, flood insurance claims come in, the hurricane insurance flood claims come in. People won't be able to keep up with the claims. And they're just assuming people are just going to start pulling out of Florida. Like that's that's almost like a disaster moment, right? Like these, we need the government to step in and help. Uh, and that's what he was talking about. So it's, if you want to read more about it, go read from the Orlando Sentinel because Scott Maxwell did a wonderful job uh, rounding up. He he's coming along with his writing. Yeah, and I know. We're, <laughs> yes, we're on real radio. Hey, hold on, what? That was a joke, and I you know. just <laughs> you, you just kept going, so <laughs> it made it sound like I was really thinking that that yeah. Scott Maxwell was so a who good won writer. That conversation. <laughs> Nobody, I, nobody I really acknowledge we're on real radio and people who are listening might not like Scott Maxwell. And as soon as we said that, they're turning the dial. Well, that's it's kind of silly to not like Scott Maxwell. He He's pretty balanced because uh, sometimes he says things and I'm like, that's a hard truth. Um, so I do like his war against uh, publicly subsidized private schools. I, I yeah. have all the time in the world for that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
Everyone's Good. talking about. Thanks for listening, Scott Maxwell. <laughs> ghost postings. Have you heard about this? No, but it's just in time for Halloween. So what a perfect topic. <laughs> We're like Am I on the right kitchens? track? <laughs> no. Oh. It's about, I guess companies are posting job openings that they're not really looking to hire for. And it's just about collecting resumes and, and, and people just yeah. in case for down the road because turnover has been so high. They just uh, want to be prepared. But sometimes people are applying for these gigs and then they're just they're not even getting callbacks because they're just getting collected. It's a scary thing. I'm, I'm uh, happy to not be in this job market right now because... Knock on wood. Knock on wood, because um, I went through that during the recession, and it, and it's always you go to, to job fairs, and they they aren't really there to find people. They they get subsidized to to go to the job fairs, and but then you're you're also hearing that on the other side with employers, there there are people playing games there and not showing up for interviews and yeah. things like that because they have to prove that they did apply for things. And we, Aardvark, our friends at Aardvark over in Soto, we're that, talking about yeah. Dallas was telling us. Um, you know, Dallas, if you've never been, he looks like Captain Ahab a little bit. He's got like this, uh, <laughs> like he should have a peg leg or something. Like he looks like an old sailor. Big old beard. You don't think so? I, I'm just listening. So look, whose show is this? Can you just agree with me that he looks like a captain? I'm simply listening. Oh, we're going to end up fighting. <laughs> uh, he would brought it up, how he's he's having the toughest time trying to hire people, and they pay well. And he, he was like, I'll take anyone. Like, if you don't know how to work in a kitchen and you want to learn, I will teach you. He's trying to set up, like, a program with the prison with inmates where it could be, like, a work release program. He was like, anything to just get bodies in the kitchen where he could teach people a skill. And it's been so tough. And people will, you know, track him down, beg for an interview. And he says the moment they ask for, like, his name. He knows that they're writing down the information that they're yeah. going to turn in. Yep. And that yep. and that they're not going to show up. Yep, and they and it keeps happening. So that's happening all, on all sides, um, which is which is too bad because there are there are places that need people to work, and there there are people who need jobs. And so. you're not making enough on Pogi that like you're not going to like you can make more. But with you a have gig. to back up what Pogi. Uh, is that a Canadian? That's a Canadian thing. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. unemployment. <laughs> is pokey an acronym uh, uh you've said it before and i've never questioned this in 15 years no but it's i don't it's all no it's not i don't know it's just, just something call it we've pokey? always called it the pogey the po- hokey pogey <laughs> <laughs> that, I, I this don't has even been your canadian period. moment <laughs> <laughs> there'll be more i'm having wine Orlando City Soccer's going to the playoffs. There's something you can get Woo! excited about. Absolutely. And that was a great game, too, the last one that we went to uh, against Columbus. Uh, a little little intense. Columbus Crew. Columbus Crew. I was crew. yelling. I, I was getting I was mad. Yelling too. The, uh, there's a, you know, and I, I ran across some stuff uh, on Reddit from people in Austin, and apparently they had, I get, they. Uh, With the same ref? No, no. Honey, it was at the same time. Oh. Yeah. Can you see how that wouldn't Wait, work? Wait, I'm just going to shut up and listen. Continue, continue with <laughs> anyway, there, there is. I, I have a feeling there's going to be some backlash on the MLS refs. I, th- I think I think people are... I mean, here you've got... Um, Austin is is in part owned by Matthew McConaughey. So oh. when you have... He doesn't, all right, all he doesn't, right, all right. He uses his... Uh, he does? He uses his clout when he does. There's a great piece at, about Uvalde in... I want to say it's Vogue, maybe, that he put out. So he, he knows when to, you know... 
when to use es- Esquire. Why does he it's come an to Esquire. the games? I'd love to see Matthew McConaughey come to the games. We d- they're in a different conference, so that's why we rarely oh. see him. Unlike Mr. Uh, Beckham, who we see every once in a while because yeah. they're in our conference. And the he, only time I know that he's there is when the whole wall of people in the supporter section starts chanting and giving him the finger. Oh, they yeah, they said not nice things to him. I, they just hmm. try to. They're just trying to get a rise out of him. But you know what he does? Like he stands there majestic and just. Oh, watches the game, Gosh. and then his wife. Uh-huh. Who was she? Posh Spice. Yeah. She was. She sat there. I mean, he's like dressed to the nines, right? Like yeah. his shoes probably are my salary for the year, and she's like wearing a baseball cap tight over her uh-huh. head, black, <laughs> trying to pretend like we don't know who she is. <laughs> and she's so little. Yeah, just yeah. this petite little thing, adorable. And he and I and I, you know, I I am not one of those people that yells bad oh, things. If I, I, th- I think her, he's I'd wonderful, and I'm, I'm glad he's part of uh, Florida soccer. She must have like amazing self control, not only because she's fit, you know, but also like she's not pregnant every nine months. Yeah, being married to David Beckham, I'd just be like popping out babies for David oh. Beckham. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe don't want to start rumors, but (laughs) (laughs) I'd have heard him speak (laughs) (laughs) with that voice. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, Yeah, so two one, they're going to go play against Montreal. Yes, up in Canada on the. (laughs) Maybe we should have a little bell ding. (laughs) Is it this weekend? This Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So there, we know there's a. You can find watch parties on their website, but the big official one. There's a big one at Wall Street. Yeah, which I haven't heard about since they announced it at the game. But we'll see. You know, right now I don't hear a lot about Wall Street, so I don't know. Am I Uh, just not paying attention? We get. I'm getting calls. That's who I was talking to before this. we're kind of we talked to them the owners of these new businesses down there they're they're ringing us up about new things they're doing like I, for instance i've written about it yet but the woods and the lodge were purchased by these guys some of them they're all like ownership group right uh, so it's right, all these right, different right. so they mix and match for different projects but the people who bought uh the woods and the lodge told me that they were going to change the names to the rose and the vine named after the it's the historic rose building there's actually a rose up at the top uh and then i got pinged by one of their bartenders saying they're reopening the woods this week and that they didn't change the name everything's staying the same they just have more plants so that's 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 great news because that the woods is one of my favorites it's just very comfy in there and and they've added more plants Yeah, Matt added more plants. More plants. They actually retained all of the <laughs> staff upstairs. That's the big change. That's the big change. They have some comfier seating. And if he we said. could just get new owners, we could have some plants in here. <laughs> I'm supposed to stop by. I have to go stop by and take some pictures. He he was so nice. He was like, stop by. I'll get you a bottle. I was like, I don't need a bottle. Take I'm just a stop cultural, by. cultural, you know, one of those pe- plant people. <laughs> <laughs> say it again. Five points if you can say it, Scotty. I can't. <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even drinking right now. I'm drinking beer right now. Uh, and then, uh, you know what? Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about another downtown bar, McQueen's, and a little hullabaloo they yeah, had with the gay to, community. need to talk and then, about uh, it. And some other stuff like tortoises and, and placemaking. We'll take a break. Hey. 
It's time for your weekly NZN update. NZN is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Florida Film Festival. It has an on-site bar, a restaurant, and tons of comfy couches and table service options to maximize your movie viewing experience. Screening this week is Triangle of Sadness, which looks at the tawdry relationship between power and beauty and the story of a celebrity couple who are invited on a luxury cruise for the ultra-rich, which crashes and leaves everyone stranded on a desert island. Being pretty won't help you light a fire. Also showing is National Theater Live's production of Prima Facci, starring Killian Eve's Jodie Comer in an award-winning one-woman play as Tessa, a young, brilliant barrister struggling with the rules of playing the game with the patriarchal power of law. Other films include Sleepaway Camp on October 15th, Repo the Genetic Opera on the 17th, and Ghost Shop on the 18th. Go to nzn.org today to check out their awesome lineup. Blah, blah, blah. Movies. Welcome back from the break. This is Bungalore and the Bus, and the bus is gone this week. It's Scotty Campbell subbing in. Hey, y'all. And this is Brendan O'Connor. Uh, before the break, we were talking about all kinds of things, right, Scotty? We were. We were, and hopefully people were listening. What is it called when, you, when you're a scientist that specializes in flowers and plants? Horticulturalist. Ooh! Good job. I don't know why you're asking me. It's very easy to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before the break, we were talking about a, a an incident that happened downtown. Watermark, our our queer, gay, LGBTQ newspaper of note here in Central Florida, uh, published a story. I want to say what a week ago. Yeah, yeah I feel on Monday, like maybe a little bit I think longer. It was a week ago. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, about a, a gay an incident at McQueen's Social Lounge, which is a bar downtown. It's like on the second level, right above Bullet Bar. It's owned by Maddie Bullet, Maddie, Matt Terassi, and some friends, I think. Actually, they just purchased the Treehouse, the Jimmy Hula's, the Attic, and the Basement properties just across the street, too. Uh, and so the Watermark article... Uh, interviews this couple a gay couple that says they went there for a birthday party they were dancing you know maybe a little too close and uh maybe they said and then they security guard told them to get a room and they could do that there and and promptly kicked them out but it got violent and maybe pushed them down the stairs and that so basically they were claiming they got uh gay bashed you know in this downtown bar did an interview with watermark and uh, and Waterwork published it, and McQueen's was like, I don't think that's really what happened at all. And they pulled up some security footage, showed it to OPD, and it turns out they were not the aggressors, but the couple was. And so we had an interview with Matt. And did you read that, Scotty? I haven't had a chance to read your, yeah. your article yet. but It's, um, it's interesting. I, uh, it's, it's super sad to hear things like this happen because you want to believe that our community when things like that happens. If you're sure. just tuning in and you don't know who we are. We're two proud gay men, you yeah. know, and uh, so when someone claims that this is happening, you want to have their back, which I think a lot of people did. And it turns out, so they, one of them works for a uh, like gay pressure washing business with, with Subi Laginus and sh- they, 
one of them showed up with like this arm and a cast and she's like what happened and they were like we got bashed at this gay bar and she you know rounded the troops up and called a bunch of people she called eric rawlings which is another prominent gay figure in town who has had some experience with oh hear that plane if you don't hear it's milk district life we're right over here by the executive airport yep uh, that was John Travolta. And Escamani showed up because she obviously wanted to help. And then Watermark was there. And uh, and they listened to them. And Watermark wrote the story. But it's it according to the video footage, Scotty, uh, the couple was dancing. One of them got down on his knees to either pretend or to give uh, Felatio. oral. Felatio. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the stage. Felatio oral. <laughs> <laughs> and the security guard Nicole was Rolf. right by them, uh, polishing glassware. Just kind of, and I was like, I that, polishing. I there was going to be a twist in the story there. <laughs> Join in. And he leaned over and was like, guys, you can't. Come on, straighten yeah, up. You can't like, do that here. Straighten up. <laughs> you can't do that here. And the guy who had gotten down on his knees got violent, got right up in his face, called him homophobic, got his girlfriends who were all there for the party to join in. And, and, and his, that security guard walked away. And another one walked up and, you know, tried to talk them down. And apparently then they just volunteered to leave. They're like, well, we're leaving. And so they were leaving where they encountered the first security guard who was watching the door. And when the guy who was on his knees walked by, he shoulder checked that security guard in the chest and then basically attacked him again. And all his friends got in on it. Someone fell down the stairs, tried to come back up and run at the security guard who put out his leg to keep him at bay. And the whole thing's caught on camera. And uh, big, big hullabaloo. McQueen's does not want to share the video, but they've shared it with OPD, who had confirmed it and says they even have a case. And Right, if they want to. If they want to yeah. sue. And, and they commended them for their patience with the unruly guests. And but they so they don't want to share the video because sorry I was drinking wine okay. uh, because they know it'll do harm and it's such a like when you call wolf about these things and it turns out to not be true it makes it hurts the cause it makes people doubt when these things are real like that guy in Chicago who was on a TV show and he said he got gay bashed and it turns out it never happened right, right. so people start to doubt when these things happen. When we shouldn't be doubting these people, we shouldn't be doubting victims. We should have their backs, which is what they tried to do. So it's a little embarrassing for everybody involved, but also just really sad that it happened. If you want to read about it, just head on over to bungalow.com. And I have it all very detailed account in there. Uh, you can read all about it. All right, so wait a second. Uh huh. What you just did was not a detailed account? It gets more detailed More than detailed. That? Oh, my goodness. All Tedious right. amounts of detail. Listen, folks. Have some coffee before you read the article. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and it, like I was kind of told by someone at Watermark that Anna Eskamani was there to like push for the cause, and then I got a call from Anna, and she was like, "I was not there to push for anything. I didn't even know about it. I was invited, and I thought when I heard what it was, I thought, oh, maybe I can listen and offer some things, but I wasn't like pushing the agenda or anything." Is what right. she said. So we had she to, knows better had than to, yeah, I yeah. think so too. Uh. City Hall disappointed a new director of placemaking. That's right. Which is exciting. Didn't bet you didn't know you needed to be directed to do that. To make places. You uh, can't go doing it on your own, folks. <laughs> you need the director to help you. I 
think it, they need it, man. With the struggle that they have right now to try to rebrand, redo downtown Orlando, right? Because yeah. they're deciding now to get rid of bars and make it more family friendly, right? That's what they want. Right. They want to taper back bar use and partying and make it more like a main street. Uh, well, I mean, then, then if that is what the goal is, that, that and, and it, I'm sorry, it's, uh, remind me, the person who. Sherry Gutch. And, the, she was the economic, economic development department lead for many years. She has a challenge ahead of her if that's what she's going to do, because, I mean, a lot of times these placemaking ideas are also, uh, also create spaces that people who don't want to see homeless people, people who don't want to have drunk people congregating would, would not be for, right? Yeah. I think the marriage of that is like privately run public space, you know, so you can like try to keep those less desirable uses of those spaces out. I don't know how democratic it's, that is. It's, but. I just feel like there's this, you know, fight back and forth because you'll have, you'll see architecture that's been done in such a way that they have thought about making it placemaking. Like a, something as simple as underneath a window, there's a ledge yeah, for that is yeah. wide enough for, for butts to sit on. Yeah. But then somebody's come along and put put pieces of metal along it uh-huh. because they think that's going to stop somebody from sleeping on it, which I'm sorry, if I were out on the streets and I needed to sleep, a piece of metal would not stop me from laying down. Well, that's on why you put those. cardboard down on but it. But I, I just think that it's weird that we have this uh, kind of dynamic and I and I think she's she's going to have her work cut out for her if she wants she to does. do some place making downtown. I actually have a meeting with her on Wednesday because she wants to pick my brain, so I, I'm going to come to her with a list. But also part of that is is working with more small businesses. It's not just placemaking. She's also going to be looking after like main streets will kind of fall under her purview too. Oh, okay. You know, via other people working under her. Uh, and I have a lot to say about how people are running the main streets, you know, and, I, and they need more power. They need more teeth. These, these district managers, they're, they're not... Like, are they a city employee or are they not? If they are, like, the city tries to treat them like they're the employees of the city and try to dictate what they're doing in those districts, but they're not. They're just a funding mechanism. The city gives them money to support what they're doing. That's all it should be. But but yet they do... I I don't know. That's an an interesting thing because sometimes they do have pull and more pull than they probably should Main have. Streets? Yeah. I think they're like little mini mayors. Yeah. And they should have their own little department. They should have backup from the city. They should be city jobs. Huh. And those people should be given health insurance and benefits and they shouldn't have to be fundraising with bake sales to support their... Like, we're at the point now where branding's fine. We get where these districts are. Now they need to get beyond banners on the streets. We need to be supporting them with better street infrastructure. You know, like you should be able to cross Mills Avenue between right. those businesses. But, but see, that sort of stuff is happening too. Starting to happen at least. I know that College Park is faster. working on on theirs uh, on their street plan. Oh, which I haven't written about yet. Do you want to? Do you know a little bit about the bike paths? They're getting rid of the bike paths on the street. Yeah, I, d- I just happened to meet a gentleman at a networking event who's working on it, and he, and he uh, 
told me that that was one of the things. But what we how what that we're talking came, about is the complete streets project for Edgewater Drive and College Park. Right. Sorry. Um, the way this came up was I was at a networking event that was at the Monroe, and I got out of the car and I noticed these lines, uh, these you know like hash mark lines on the street uh-huh. between our car and the bike lane. And I thought how smart that is because that is you can open your door and not have to worry about somebody coming along on the bike and getting clocked or be a cyclist and, you know, more like. And uh, this gentleman said, oh, those are door zones. And then he talked about um, working uh, with the Main Street. He, he, he's part of the design committee. And uh, and he told me that they, they were just getting rid of them because they because they're unsafe uh for one thing and then widening the sidewalks. The sidewalks are wider um but then you're also you know uh, people people can be traffic on bikes and i think that edgewater is a fine street to be traffic on bikes because it, it you know people are not going fast down edgewater um and and it helps to calm calm the traffic and but yeah, yeah. And, you, and you wind up having to B traffic anyway. Yeah, by that I mean you get out into the lane. I think Edgewater can get a little hairy, like as you get towards Princeton and Smith. You know, like the 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 cross streets get a little confusing just for drivers. So I'm a little interested to see how they can fix that with you know wider sidewalks and people. He yeah, and this gentleman uh, went went into some detail about you know left turn lanes and things like that. And and I. since I work for a commuter assistance program, I pretended to understand, you know, it, <laughs> You're still I don't know if you've seen me in things. action at a networking event, but man, you would think yeah. that I was brilliant yeah, the way that I all agree those and I like grab a word and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, you've had many years of dealing with me and you're just like, uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> sure. Smiling, smiling, nah, smiling. Okay. I also have a theater degree, and it comes in handy yeah. in circumstances like that. <laughs> no, he was he was very interesting, but he did. You know, there were a couple of points that I was sort of like, I'll just like you assume I know yeah. what I'm. You're I saying, but, you know, that's how you got yourself that job. That's what. You want to talk about food, restaurant stuff? Uh, okay. So Deezerland Action Park. That's what replaced uh, Artagon, Artagon Market. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. This guy came in and bought it. And it was really just to store his cars, but then he like added a bunch of amusement things around it. Oh, boy. Uh, he's adding now a food hall, and it's all with things that they're staffing. So it's called Pizza. All the stalls are called Pizza Pie, Amigo Burrito, Corner Burger, Fish and Chips. And those are all coming in. <laughs> <laughs> what do they serve, though? Yeah. <laughs> It's so boring. Like you can right. come up with more exciting names or like get in uh, a, a name brand or something. One of our friends, uh, James, brings up how there isn't a good fish and chips place, but I'm I'm guessing that is not going to be the solution. I think Aardvark has some really good fish and chips. No, no, like a legit fish and p- chips place, not like. What do you mean? Well, have James on and he can tell you. Because he's British. I don't know. I'm not, I'm 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 forgetting the things that you need to make we'll it a, it. a we'll good uh, fish and chips place. But some I don't know. It's all nostalgia. I know stuff. newspaper is one of those things. Oh, and the fries are different because they're like cut, like hand cut wedges. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know either. Courtesy uh, bar is now. We don't open. have a restaurant like that, so that's why I don't know. Courtesy bar is now open in Winter reopen. Park. Because they closed their downtown. They moved out of downtown. 
and they have moved into the where Bear and Peacock was behind Foxtail Farmhouse in Winter Park, close to the heavy there. Uh, like Orange and, what is that, 1792? Yeah. Yeah. By the Black yeah. Deli area. That is, it a, is it Orlando Avenue by that time or still Orange Oh, Avenue? no. It's oh, that's Mills. I don't know what they call oh, it. Oh, God, I don't know. About. This is very confusing. They've opened. <laughs> and uh, I went to go see it. If you want to see what it looks like, just go to bungalore.com or you can hop over to our Instagram. I have a great video of behind the scenes shots yeah super yummy food too because swine and sons is doing the food did you you did a great video we we talked about the soccer game already but there was a great video about the soccer game too it was a good it was fun video it was fun people like my voiceovers your voiceover yeah i I keep getting comments like i love your voiceovers (laughs) oh yeah scotty got goosebumps yeah Yeah. I pretty much sums it up. I did. It was a good goal. Your your favorite ice cream place is what, Scotty? Greenery Creamery. You know they're opening a spot in Mills 50? No, I didn't know that. It's called Sampaguita Filipino Dessert Shop. Okay. It shows you ice creams and other desserts. Halo Halo or Hollow Hollow. <laughs> no, I think it's like a taro thing. Okay. Uh, oh, that's the name of the place. No, the name of it is Sampaguita. Well, then what were you saying with the... Hollow Hollow? It's a dessert. It's a Filipino oh, okay. dessert. Well, a little context Like, here. you don't even know what Hollow Hollow is? No, I'm over here living on the pogey, so I can't... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sampaguita is a type of jasmine that's the national flower of the Philippines, oh, cool. which I thought was very well, sweet. I, and that's I'm, owned by Greenery Creamery. I'm, be- I'm behind it. anything that uh, Marie does. Yeah. Uh, St. Vic's Smoke Shack is just open on OBT and roughly College Park. And I said College Park in the write-up on Bungalore.com just so I can get uh, some College Parkers angry, get their blood going. Because they <laughs> tend to say as soon as it hits OBT, that's not College Park. Right. Because they're racist. <laughs> what? <Okay. laughs> what? <laughs> it's now open. It's opening this weekend. Started as a food truck trailer set up in Conway. And their grand opening is this Saturday. The first five people there... Uh, we'll get a free pulled pork sandwich, according to their Instagram account. And then the Pet Alliance just shared new designs for their 25,000-square-foot shelter on John Young Parkway. We have copies looks of that, really too. really cool. I've I, I looked at your article. I like... Okay, so I think it looks like an air, airport. It's a little, like, industrial for me, but I get it. And uh, it's going to feature, when it's done, it's going to feature more space dedicated to adoption services, double the medical space, quarantine space for dogs and cats that's disease-specific. I guess they didn't have that before. Mm -hmm. They just lump them all in together. Yeah. And then air conditioning for the animals and housing for long-term dog residents, which I love. Uh. They won't be in the little pens. They can, like, kind of chill a little bit. Are those the ones, the long-term ones, where they would put them on the side with the counter? It would say how many days they were yeah. had left? Yeah. Uh, well, no, Pet Alliance there. saves them. This is a, Pet Alliance is no kill. It's the cross street. Yeah, the but county where, one would have the countdown. So where is the county one? In the old spot near Millennium Mall. Oh, so they didn't burn down. It was just no. Pet Alliance. And they were on the same property, like... They were facing each other. Their buildings okay. were facing each other. Right. Pet Alliance lost their space in the fire. They've moved. They will be moving off property. They just actually opened a 
temporary cat shelter over in Paramore. Pet Alliance is where um, our dog Morton came from. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was called Pet Alliance then, though. Oh, Morton. The ASPCA, I think they they called it. Uh, and speaking of the animals, Gatorland uh, is reopening this weekend, which is great. They got super flooded from the storm. Um, yeah. Their alarms were going <laughs> off. And yep. Everyone was intermingling. I guess nothing died. Everything was fine. I'm just They're all surprised things didn't escape is what I'm surprised about. That sounds like there was just a party at Gatorland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's it, really, for news headlines. I could go through some some events real quick before we could. Can I plug something? Yeah, go ahead. So I'm working on this project that comes up every so often, especially annually, called Love to Ride. And uh, if you are, if you like to get on your bike, or if you just think I'd like to. I'd like to try to do that more. Love to Ride is a good challenge to do. It starts on October 21st and it runs through the end of November. You go to lovetoride.net. And this is, uh, unlike uh, the commuter assistance program that I work with, that this is any kind of cycling. You cycle to the store, you ride with the kids, even stationary bikes. If you're one of those Peloton, is that the name of it? Uh-huh. I, we shouldn't be plugging them. That's uh, Tom and Dan can plug them because <laughs> they, they, get, they get money for it. Um, no, but, but uh, stationary bikes, e-bikes. So to sign up for it, lovetoride.net. Get signed up. Your workplaces can Track your battle mileage, against each other. You and win prizes. Yeah, can win prizes. And it, uh, it also helps uh, gather data so, so that we can have more great infrastructure. And we love data. Thanks so much to Whipper Will for letting us hang outside and holler at all the winners of Taste of College Park who, who won earlier today. Day. Uh, I put in my votes. We'll see what the other judges had to we say. We don't know what later. the results were. We I don't did, know. I did get a text and we got outbid on the thing that I was bidding ah, on. Ah, so. bummer. Gosh darn it. All right. We'll talk to you soon next week when we're hanging out at Southern Nights over in the Milk Jersey, just up the street. Just up the street, around the corner.